Season 2, Episode 2 Tips for a Stress-Free Christmas This is the Modern Homemaker Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Rusinek, and you are welcome to join me as I discuss all things home, from cooking to decorating and everything in between. So pop the kettle on, let's get started. Hello, Modern Homemakers. How are you all? Thank you all for joining me for this week's episode of the Modern Homemaker podcast, where I'll be talking about tips and tricks for a stress-free Christmas. I can't believe December is here already. How did that happen? I remember last year at Christmas thinking, like feeling so sad at the end of Christmas. I always get those kind of like January blues when you put the tree away and the house looks all kind of dull again. And I remember thinking, oh, it's gonna be so long till Christmas comes again. And then all of a sudden I blinked and it's December again. So I don't know how that happened, Uh, but here we are. Uh, The end to quite an odd and at times a difficult year, but at least we all still have Christmas for something to cheer us up even if Christmas isn't going to look quite the same this year. Obviously, in a lot of places, we're still kind of in lockdown or there are restrictions on how many people you can get together with indoors. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's going to look a bit different this year, but I still am hopeful that we'll all be able to enjoy at least some some kind of festive spirit and festive magic at this time of year. One thing Dave and I have been doing this year to uh, inject a bit of fun into December and the Advent season, uh, we are doing an activity Advent calendar. So what we've done is, last year after Christmas, so like late December or early January last year, we wrote down on 24 little slips of paper, we wrote down an activity to do on a day and then put them all into a jar, closed the jar and then left it you know, put it away with the Christmas decorations until 1st of December this year. So this year, we're now uh, on each day leading up to Christmas, we're taking a little slip out of the jar and doing whatever task is on there or activity is on there. And it's really fun. We did it last year, like as in we wrote the slips of paper last year, because of course then we have forgotten what we wrote by the time it's come to this year. So it's all a big surprise every day, which is really, really fun. And so far, what have we had? We've had uh, have a hot chocolate. (laughs) There are some fun ones, like have a hot chocolate. And we had one that was like play a board game. There are some, there are some that are like, do a chore around the house that you've been meaning to do for a while. And we had one, set a savings goal for 2021. (laughs) So there's a variety of kind of fun and, you know, more sensible adult activities. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's, it's good fun. And it's something to look forward to each morning. We enjoy it. Uh, Today's one was, uh, it was a wild card. It was Lisa gets to choose something for Dave to do, for, like Lisa gets to choose an activity that only Dave has to do for the day. Uh, so I'm still thinking on what I'm gonna get Dave to do for his activity advent calendar task. Hmm, <laughs> I'm having a think. If you have any fun kind of traditions and games and activities, things like that you, you do over Christmas, do please get in touch and let me know. I love to hear people's Christmas traditions. Uh, you can either reach out to me on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram handle is at Lisa Rusinek. 
Or you can even come and join us on uh, our Facebook group. We have a private Facebook group called Modern Homemakers. It's a really lovely community of people sharing ideas and photos and inspiration. So I would really welcome you to come and join that if that sounds like something you'd be interested in. You can find it on Facebook. It's called Modern Homemakers. And if you request to join, I will quickly accept you. Now on to today's tips and tricks for a stress-free Christmas. And this first one is my favorite. I feel like I have hacked Christmas with this one. (laughs) So I don't know about you, but is your usual routine, first thing in the morning and last thing at night, when you're switching on all the Christmas lights or switching off all the Christmas lights, you're kind of army crawling under the Christmas tree, you're reaching around the back of the sofa, you're moving the chest of drawers out the way to switch on the fairy lights, no more. <laughs> I have a hack for you. It's something we got last year and it's been a game changer. And we actually use them all year round now for different lights and things like that. But especially at Christmas, they are such a game changer. And that is Wi-Fi controlled plugs. So smart plugs. And they're not even that expensive. And you can go kind of, you don't have to go as far as Wi-Fi controlled. You can go for plugs that just have a timer on them. So you literally just you could set your Christmas tree to come on at 6am every morning and switch off at 10pm every night. But if you want to go one step further, smart plugs are amazing because not only can you still put them on a timer through an app on your phone, but you can also control them from your phone. So if you know, you you're going out, so you need to switch them off, or you've woken up early and you want to put them on, just a click of a button on your phone and they're on. No more army crawling, no more like knocking loads of needles off as you're shoving your arm underneath to get to the plug on the wall. And the best part is as well, you can even, because it's a smart plug, you can even link them with like your voice control uh, device that you might use in your home. So like your Google Home or your Alexa. So I can just say like, hey Google, switch on the Christmas tree. And it just, it's, I feel like I've hacked Christmas. (laughs) It's really made Christmas lights and Christmas decorating so much more easy, so much more stress-free. So yeah, that's my absolute number one. If you do nothing else, that is my number one uh, for reducing a little stress and annoyance around Christmas. Now my tip number two is to start buying the things you're going to need in advance. And I'm not necessarily just talking about presents, although of course that is useful to be buying those in advance and it certainly does eliminate a lot of stress towards the end of Christmas when you're trying to get your last minute presents. I'm talking more about the kind of groceries you're gonna need, the household things you're gonna need. Um, I tend to space out the things I want to buy uh, home, like food-wise for Christmas um, from about m- the middle of November. So I start getting things that I know will keep that long. So things that'll go in the freezer or, you know, jarred things that will be fine. And the reason I do that is there's a couple of reasons. Firstly, I would rather space out the expense than have like a huge grocery bill like three days before Christmas. Uh, so it's nice to like just like two or three items per weekly shop I'll I'll grab knowing that I'll need those around Christmas. So things like little, you know, your little buffet foods. I like to do a little like nibbly finger food thing on Christmas Eve. Uh, so I'll start to get things for that. 
And then just things like the little snacks, you know, you're going to want in over Christmas, things like, you know, popcorn for watching Christmas movies, the candy, you know, that you like to have in over Christmas. So things like that, just grabbing a couple of them here and there in the run up to Christmas. And so that can start now. The next time you go grocery shopping, you know, just grab a handful of things you're going to need. And then you're not going to have that huge expense right at the end. And also, I tend to find that it's harder to get things right before Christmas. Things tend to run out really, really quickly. Like the things that are the Christmas essentials tend to all kind of go. And like you're going from grocery store to grocery store looking for that last bag of chips that you must have on Christmas because they're the flavor that blah, blah, blah. Things like that. I just, I like to get in advance when I can, stuff them away in a cupboard until Christmas. So I've spread out the expense and I've also avoided the disaster of not being able to get what I want at Christmas. Now, number three, and this is probably a fairly obvious one, and I'm sure it's fairly obvious for many of my listeners because I know you're all super organized, amazing homemakers. So I'm sure this is no, this is nothing new to you. But I really like to do quite a comprehensive to-do list at Christmas <laughs> because I don't know about you, but it, more than any other time of the year, there's just so many things going on. There's so many occasions, so many presents to be wrapped, so many things to be baked for this person and that person and for that party. I mean, not that much of that is happening this year, but there's just always so many things to be done. And I find that if I don't keep like a really good detailed to-do list, my head is just all over the place and I find Christmas a lot more stressful. I'm, I'm far less able to just kind of relax and enjoy the time. Because at the end of the day, that's what this time of year is all about, right? We, we should all be able to relax and enjoy as much as we can. And as kind of, you know, people who love homemaking and love to kind of take care of things like that, it tends to fall on us to be the ones who are, you know, organising everything getting everything together, organizing the timetable. So it's important to be able to keep all that organized so that you can also enjoy it yourself. And you're not, you don't just find yourself making a wonderful Christmas for everyone else around you, whereas you're actually run ragged with anxiety and stress because you've just got so much going on. So I actually like to, on like one big piece of paper, write out each of the dates leading up to Christmas and then write different things to do on each day. So if say I know I want to bake cookies on X day uh, because I'm gonna bake cookies for the concierge in our building and I wanna do it on that day, I will write that there and then I'll look at, okay, are there any ingredients I need to buy for those? So then I'll go to the date when I'm going grocery shopping before I'm baking those cookies and write, you know, don't forget to buy, you know, whatever, brown sugar and just really like charting out everything that's going on throughout the month, writing in all the events, although as I said, not as many this year, but writing it all in and then working out when does everything need to be done? On what days am I doing what things? And for some reason, just having it all on paper, having it all charted out really helps me to like kind of keep calm, know what's going on, stay in control. And like I said, that way I find I'm much more able to just relax and enjoy the holiday season, even though, you know, there's so much to be done. And my last tip is less of a kind of practical one, but I still think it's very important. And that is not to put too much pressure on yourself. 
I think there's a lot of pressure around Christmas, especially in the age of social media. There's a lot of pressure for it to be the perfect Christmas and for you to have the perfect tree and have decorated, you know, in the most perfect way. I think especially, I mean, I don't have children yet, but especially if you have children, I can just imagine that pressure is just a whole other level of giving your children the perfect Christmas with memories they'll treasure forever. And, you know, you're looking at social media and people are having the most wonderful time. They've taken their kids Christmas tree picking and they had hot chocolate and everything looked beautiful and they all had matching plaid scarves like there's a lot of pressure at Christmas whether you have kids whether you don't have kids to just be having the perfect time and to be creating the perfect time and so I think my kind of tip here is to remember not to expect perfection from yourself all the time and that's hard I'm sure like me I'm sure a lot of you would say you're more like on the perfectionist end of the spectrum. I'm, it's certainly true for me. But one thing I've really tried to do is hold on to the fact that not everything has to be absolutely perfect to still be wonderful and still be a lovely memory. Your tree doesn't have to be the most beautifully symmetrically shaped tree with all matching ornaments and matching tinsel that's perfectly aligned around the tree for it to be a beautiful tree. Your Christmas dinner doesn't have to be, you know, Gordon Ramsay level, Michelin star, utterly perfectly timed, everything's perfect for it to be a really good, lovely, delicious Christmas dinner. Your kids don't have to be, you know, perfectly scrubbed up and wearing all matching outfits with their name embroidered on the pocket of their t-shirt for a day out to have been a wonderful, perfect day out. And I think a lot of that is about recognising when it might be time to take a little break from social media or if there's someone on your social media feed that, you know, you think is actually not helpful for you to be consuming their content all the time because they're giving you that kind of anxiety of comparison. So it's about recognising when it might be time to, you know, take a break from social media. You can very easily on smartphones put a time limit on your different social media apps for the day. And even about unfollowing someone. If you think there's an account that's just too unattainable and it's gone past the point of using that account for uh, inspiration and it's just got to the point now where it's actually just making you feel quite bad if you're constantly kind of comparing yourself to this perfect life they're portraying, uh, then maybe it's time to think about unfollowing that account, even just for a little while. And one thing I would remind everyone is that nobody's life is perfect, no matter how they portray it on Pinterest, on Instagram. You know, that might there might be that perfect photo of a family of five at a sugar shack and they all look like they're having the most wonderful time together. You have no idea. 20 minutes after that photo was taken, one of the kids probably had a huge meltdown and they ended up going home early because it all went really miserable. Like anyone can post a beautiful, wonderful family photo on Instagram. But just remember that you're seeing a highlight from their day. You're not seeing their whole day. You're not seeing one of the kids had an accident in the car on the way home or or refused to eat his lunch and, you know, had a huge tantrum in the cafe. Like, anyone can post a highlight reel. So don't compare your behind the scenes to someone else's highlight reel. 
And just remember, whatever you're doing to make an amazing Christmas, if you're trying, if you're putting in any level of effort, then I'm sure what you're doing is utterly amazing and incredible. Because that's what Christmas is all about. It's not about perfection. It's not about spending a ton of money. It's about putting a bit of effort into showing the ones around you that you love them and quality time with the people that are most important to you. Oh, you know, one last hack that's just come to my head. One thing we did last year and we are thanking ourselves for this year is when we put our Christmas lights away, we put them away really, really carefully. We like very carefully kind of like folded them up into this perfect shape that we then like tied around with an elastic band. So getting the Christmas lights out this year was a breeze And that is more that can be said for previous years when you're unknotting everything and you're turning the air blue as you're trying to like extricate these extremely tangled huge knots. So that's another thing. Your future self will thank you if this year you put your Christmas lights away really, really neatly. I've heard people say that if you have like the tube that comes from, you know, a paper towel, a roll of paper towel, like rolling the Christmas lights around those can be really, really good as well. So there we go. That's the last bonus Christmas hack for you. (laughs) I'd love to know if you have any other Christmas hacks, like little things you've done, little tips and tricks you've done that have just taken a little bit of stress out of Christmas. Please do let me know. Like I said, my Instagram handle is at Lisa Rusinek. And you can also join us on our Facebook group at Modern Homemakers. We would love to have you there. So there you all go. I hope you have a wonderful uh, week, a wonderful Christmassy December week ahead of you. It is Hanukkah starting on Thursday. Uh, For those of you who don't know, my husband Dave is Jewish. Uh, So currently uh, we're all kind of trying to work out what we can do to uh, kind of find some kind of sense of togetherness during Hanukkah, even though we're still in lockdown. So yeah, it's it's a really difficult time to have the holidays right now, but it looks like the vaccines are coming. I don't know about your country, but certainly Canada, the UK, it's sounding like, you know, within weeks, vaccines are going to start rolling out. So you never know. Hopefully this is our last holiday season in this state and next year we'll all be together again and we're going to look back on this time and think like whoa what a weird chapter that was but it's behind us now so fingers crossed anyway I hope you have a lovely lovely week where you are like I said please feel free to reach out and get involved in the modern homemaker community until next week stay safe stay happy stay festive and I'll speak to you soon bye